0: Now, talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services.
1: I'm your host, Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing agents who serve as home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my co-host Melissa Wallace and I will provide you with my team's unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We value the experience of our agents at Boston Connect Real Estate so much that not only will you hear my perspective on real estate topics, occasionally you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of our experienced agents at Boston Connect Real Estate. Be a part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with me at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to
0: all my South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am your host, Melissa Wallace, and I am joined by my lovely co-host tonight, Sue Bollinger. Hello.
2: Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good.
0: So, Sue, you are a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and you, have you been here since the beginning, the
2: very beginning? Uh, one year in.
0: One year in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Yeah. So, almost so the beginning. Almost the <laughs> beginning. Well, you might as well, because I've been here for seven years, so I just feel like anybody who's was here before me has been here since the beginning of it time. Does, so. be, well, yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah. A, there's a few of us that there, have uh, Yeah, there are. Know? There are. I just had Ginny on, was it last week? Yeah, Ginny. Ginny uh, Wandel, full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real yes. Estate as well. She joined me last week, um, but uh, yeah, but now I got you. Yay. Yeah, nice. I've, I've sort of been promoting the show as like, Tuesdays we're taking a, a different approach now. Like, I'm going to have a lot of our agents um, on the show with me on Tuesdays and just sort of give another perspective, another, um, you know, input on on what's going on with real estate really. Um, but uh, yeah, so, but, but Sharon and I are still doing the show on Saturdays, but yeah. um, but we are live on Facebook. So if you Hi, follow, Facebook. hello, Hi. if you follow Boston Connect Real Estate, we are live. Sharon's <laughs> here too. She's in the other room. She's waving goodbye, oh, but Sharon. she's leaving it up to us yes. to um, run the ship tonight. But. Right. Um, you have done the show before. I have, um, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners. Okay, okay. Do you go want ahead. To do that right now. I do.
2: Sue Bollinger, a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect. Um, I've been selling real estate for. Uh, about twenty years. Yeah. Um, so I do a good mix of both buyer and seller agency, and I do a lot of rentals as well. Yeah. Not, but, um, but mostly buyer and seller agency, and um, yeah. So what else? Oh, my. You live p- in Pembroke. I live. I live in Pembroke, and my I raised my family in Pembroke. Yeah. I have three kids that have gone off to uh, college, and then one's still in high school.
0: One's still in high school, I know, little Taya. Taya, yeah. Yeah, and she works with me too, so. Yes, she does.
2: Yeah, I, I rope her in. And then
0: she's going to be working on our holiday uh, festival here at Boston Connect Real Estate when we do the pictures with Santa. Yeah. She's already, she worked it last year and she loved it. She she read to the kids downstairs in the Candyland basement. Um, but yes. I think it was last week. She was like, oh, I'm really hoping I can work. Th-. I go, yes, you can definitely work. Well, I'm not we sure need she you. has
2: much of a choice.
0: Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I didn't think, I let her think that she had a choice. Right. Or I let her think that like, yeah, um, we really want you, which we do. But I'm like, I know your mother's going to make you do it anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we'll talk about that towards the end of the show, um, because I want to give as much time as possible to our topic tonight. And it's funny that like, so I think Julia, um, who is our administrative coordinator here at Boston Connect Real Estate, was the one who sort of like Asked you what you wanted to talk about, yes. so you did sign up for doing the show with me a um, couple months ago, um, and uh, you know when I talked to Julia, I was like, oh, just reach out to Sue, see what she wants to talk about. And when you wanted to talk about buyers, I was like, of course she wants to talk of about buyers because <laughs> when I think of you, I think of you as like a really strong buyers agent. You're a really strong listing agent. Yes. I'll, I'll give you that. Yes. Um, but for some reason, when I think of you, I'm like. Sue is just like a really great buyer's agent. Like I you're love, a strong. Love, you like love, love working, working with, with buyers. buyers. My favorite thing. Um so why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about tonight? I'm going to um change your microphone a little bit. So okay,
2: so tonight we're talking about tips and tricks for helping buyers find a home in a low inventory market. Because it is a really crazy low inventory market right now. It's it's like um all the surrounding towns have no inventory. And I have these buyers looking for properties. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very difficult when there's only a couple properties to choose from.
0: Yeah. I did the call-in this morning with Rob, and I was telling him, and I was like, selfishly, I just want to have, like, a private conversation with you about a buyer um, finding (laughs) a house in this low inventory market because that's me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I said to him, I go, but I host a radio show. I should be talking about these things. And really, it it was more of like... I am a very private person, so in the beginning, for the first couple months, even when I had my accepted offer last year, I didn't tell anybody. Like, I didn't even tell my mom. Like, I didn't tell anybody because, like... Someone's jinxing
2: it. (laughs) I did, yeah, I
0: didn't want to jinx it, and then I was like, what am I doing, like... I have the perfect platform, and that is the radio show to to tell everybody my journey, to yeah. tell everybody what is really going on. Like I have firsthand knowledge of what's Absolutely. going on. Yeah. I need to I need to just get out of my own way yeah. and just tell everybody my 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 journey, my story, and whatever. So, um, well, yeah. I- so I had a therapy <laughs> session this morning on WATD <laughs> with Rob. <laughs> and He just let me have it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Like I said, when I think of you, I do think. You as like a really strong buyer's agent because I know how much you love to work with buyers.
2: I do. It's my favorite thing. It it really is truly my favorite thing to do. I love working with first time buyers. Yeah. Um. Because it's really you know the process of buying a home is not easy. There's so much involved, and people think that oh you know you just go to a house, you find something you like, and you're in. Yeah. But there's so much more involved. There's so many. There's so much
0: more involved. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so, and before we jump right into it, like when you are showing homes, probably more so with like first time home buyers, is it usually just the buyers that you show or like the whole like extended family, anybody who has any sort
2: of... I've done both. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? Who's that you're showing? So it's really funny. So when I've had situations where, um, I had, I brought the buyers to a house and this was like a few years like 3 years ago i can i'm not going to mention names yeah don't we like to but, we like to but leave it was their a family mystery. member it was a like a family member yeah but i we went to this what we they had an accepted offer on this house and they had a home inspection and the home inspection i thought was going fine yeah but the parents came and tore the house apart the dad yeah. became a home inspector himself yeah so, did you think
0: that the home inspection was going fine because you've been at home inspections Probably. where like they have not gone fine? Yes. Because you know, yeah. like
2: it, the, the issue becomes like, okay, um, like I had a home inspector once, uh, you know, point out the leak that the previous leak under the kitchen sink. There had one time been a, sink, a, a leak under the kitchen yeah. sink and there was all this staining, right? But it had been fixed. Yeah. So it's all in how you present it. So the home inspector can go, oh my gosh. Look at this big stain. Clearly, they've had yeah. some plumbing issues. Yeah. Or the home inspector can say, Oh, look, there was once yeah. a uh, leak and it's been fixed. So, that's what you want to see is somebody maintaining your yeah. home. So, uh, I've gone
0: to a couple of houses uh, now with Mark McNamara, yes. who is married to Sharon McNamara, and he owns McNamara Plumbing. And so, like, I do, I bring him along sometimes. And, like, um, one of the houses that I looked at, I um, in Pembroke it had staining on the ceiling, but like it had a new roof. So like yeah. you knew that like there was an issue, but the issue had been resolved. So like yes. they so just you needed, needed to paint. paint. So he was just like, Oh, looks like there was a leak, but it's got a new roof. So they fixed the problem. They just didn't right. paint. So like, right. and I was like,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the thing. If you're a first time buyer, you don't know, you see the leak yeah. and you're like, Oh, you know, like you don't even care if it has a new roof. You just see the stains, and you're yeah. like, "What do I do?" You yeah. know, is that a big deal? Because people don't know. Like, is it a pipe leaking? And it's like, well, yeah. no, because there's no pipes up there. That's the attic. Yeah, you know it's what funny I mean? because I get to be like, if
0: he says, "Oh, it's not a big deal," of like something else, I'm like, "Oh, great, then you can fix it." Right. <laughs> and
2: I walk. And then
0: I just walk <laughs> to the next room, and he's like, right. "Yeah, I know that you, you and Mary are gonna be the death of me." <laughs> and today is Mary Horton's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Happy Mary, Mary birthday, Horton. Mary Horton. I love saying Mary. Horton. I know <laughs> I I like trip up sometimes and say Mary Baker but um but no Mary Horton it's Mary Horton's birthday so happy yes. birthday Mary um yeah so he's like Mary you and Mary are like my my third and fourth yes. daughters and you're gonna <laughs> be the death of me you're gonna give me a heart attack <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> yes but yeah so it I feel like it it can almost look like the end of the world yes but like it's only because you don't know. Absolutely, you know.
2: But if you've been, you know, for you know, if you have fifteen or twenty years worth of home inspections behind you, you've seen yeah. a lot. Yeah. Not that I'm a home inspector, and I would never claim no. to be a home. inspector. I would never claim to be a home inspector either. <laughs> I manage a real estate company. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I, but I just recognize, like, when the family members are getting like really nervous about stuff. Yeah. That. Can easily be resolved. Yeah, you know. You, yeah, but I feel like you have a way of like
0: just keeping it cool, calm, and collective. Like, and, and Ginny yeah. too. Like, I could just imagine Ginny just being
1: like, "Okay, yeah, like, yeah." It- we can
0: fix this. Yeah, <laughs> We can do this. <laughs> um, okay. Diving into it. I, I want to start off with understanding what low inventory, what a low inventory market means. So yes. what, what does that mean? Okay. There's low inventory. What does it mean? So
2: there's, there's um, very little on the market, it's a, you know, and the issue is really that historically we have low inventory. So um this is like, you know, I think Back in 2005, 2006, I'm looking at a, an infographic from back in, um, from, this is from, um, gosh, the K, KCM, oh, KFC. Well, I, I can't think of oh, the blog. Uh, I can't think right of it. On. But, anyways, they, um, they back in 2006, we had like an overabundance of, and it, was, it shows like this historical average from 1970 to 2008 of this historical average of home sale i mean properties on the market you know yeah in particular counties, in abundance and abundance and then then for 14 straight years we've had this yeah. low inventory so
0: yeah i can see all that black
2: yeah exactly <laughs> the black ink right there of like i it, should put this on my it, facebook page yeah you so should can find it yeah but it's just you know low inventory market you know like for example we have um you know so so some, some contributing factors of uh low inventory we have um you know let's see rates. economic conditions Yeah. So the, the rates yeah. the rates are ridic- like ridiculously high compared to the last 5 yeah. years yeah um, they're not ridiculously high historically, mm-hmm. because when I bought my first house, it was around this rate. Yeah, believe it or not. So this is what and I am. I, people,
0: I hear people all the time. Well, when I bought my house, it was eighteen percent. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like you, brought, you also bought your house for like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's so, that's a good
2: point. So I did pay like one twenty-five yeah, for my first house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but that was eight. I'm I'm letting my age show now. But uh, <laughs> but in any case, today it's you know around. 7.75%, uh, yeah. or 7% for a 15 year fixed. Um, but you know, a couple of years ago you could get 3%. So yeah. it's, it's a really difficult shift for people. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, and then a lot of people who are in their current homes don't want to make the move because they have a 3% interest rate.
0: Yeah. I mean, why would you?
2: Yeah. And then they, you know, so, but there's always people who need to buy and always people yeah. who need to sell. So yeah. even with a, a low interest rate, so, like, you know, we even have assumable mortgages now. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, if you're a seller mm-hmm. who wants to put their house in the market right now, uh, and you have an assumable mortgage, you should call and find out if you have an assumable mortgage, especially yeah. if you're three percent or two and a half percent. Yeah, you could offer that up to because there are a lot of cash buyers out there that might enjoy getting like that might entice somebody to pay a little extra if they know they can assume that mortgage. Yeah, so, I think
0: yeah, you but- should definitely make the make the call and and. Ask the question.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, right now in, you know, Pembroke, we have seven single-family homes uh, for sale on the market and one condo. Yeah. So, like, that's so ridiculously low. Yeah. Hanson's eight. Halifax is nine. Hanover is nine. But Marshfield. That's 26, 26. Is that new construction? Is it it is must it... be. I don't know. Hmm. I it's it's an anomaly for this market yeah. because no other surrounding town has that many listings. I don't yeah. even think Plymouth does. Yeah. But um, so 26 single family homes, and then uh, the condo inventory is very low as well. So yeah. Do you think
0: that the condo inventory is low because of condo fees? I
2: think it's, yeah, condo fees.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm only asking because I'm personally not looking at a condo. Yeah. Because of the interest rate being where it is, mm-hmm. the sort of expectation for, you know, wanting to get over asking. Yeah. And, um, you know, especially for myself doing this on my own, um, and plus the additional, like, condo fees. Yeah. So, in a lot, in, in you know... Some of the condos that I had looked at, they have assessments because they're older. Right. And you know and so the people living in there right now, you know, couldn't afford to just pay off the entire thing. So, you know, they're they, they took on the special assessment.
2: Yeah. And so that's another thing to consider too, you know, that's a whole other topic. But honestly, yeah. If this special assessments you have to wonder how it's managed, how well yeah. it's managed. Yeah. You know, are they putting money aside in reserves to pay for things like, you know, windows and roofs? Windows, or- roofs. Siding. You should oh, have a nice right. cushion. So, some people yeah. need to look at that. So, that's just another yeah. little tip. But we'll do another show on condos. Show. How about that?
0: Yes. <laughs> next time you come on, we'll do condos. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. Anything else with the low inventory?
2: What it means before we move move on to the next section? Well, just that you know, it it's it, what it's doing is is driving the prices up still, mm-hmm. even though in in honestly, people are reluctant to buy. However, um, it's still driving the price up because not this it's a supply and demand issue still. So you're still Mm -hmm. having people bid when they first come on the market over over asking
0: what are your like suggestions for buyers in this market right now that they need to like get creative in their approach to buying yeah
2: they absolutely need to get creative and and so and that brings me to the next point where you really need to have a financial strategy ready Mm -hmm. so even first-time buyers can have a financial strategy ready but Call and get pre-approved because uh, you have to have a, you know your budget ready. You, you need to know what the current interest rate is and calculate your payment based on that. So, for example, um, you know, there's different, you, you know, you might want to consider a renovation loan. You know, those are really good tools. I'm going to talk about that in a minute as well. But you really need to know, like, what your options are. You know, if you're a first-time buyer and you want to buy something, there's... One thing that you can do is something called house hacking, Mm -hmm. which uh, for a first-time buyer, you're you're looking at a larger payment than expected because you still have to pay more. The rates are 7.75%, but if you buy a multifamily and you're pre-approved to go... Uh, you could have people help pay your mortgage for yeah. you and pay it down more quickly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Trust me. I am also looking at multifamilies. So. Yeah, few <laughs> feeling far between. Yeah. I have people like, oh no, I have eyes on things like off market, trying to like, you know, strategize. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm very fortunate to be in the position that I am in because I have so many people in my corner yes. looking for me. Um, but. It's still, it's tough.
2: Yes, it's it is. It's tough. It's really difficult right now. Yeah. So, so if you can find a situation, you know, sometimes you're pre-approved for more when yeah. you're buying a multifamily. Yeah. So it gives yeah. you a little bit I more was, buying Yeah, power. I was
0: surprised when I met with Jasmine and she was like, oh, multifamily. I'm like, what? Yeah. Someone would give me that
2: much money? Yeah. yeah you just have to, you <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, okay. Absolutely. It's, I mean. But if you buy a multifamily for as a first- time buyer it's it's definitely worth it especially if you're single you don't have any kids yeah. yet
0: yeah I know well that was that was the reason why I was go- going down that avenue is because yeah I am single I don't have children I don't need to live in a single family home I can live in an apartment and rent out another one or rent out two or whatever yeah um so yeah that that for my lifestyle that would be sort of ideal for me.
2: You could buy a house with an in-law apartment and you could Mm -hmm. rent out the house and live in the in-law. Yeah. That's house hacking. Yeah. And then you get a nice payment. Somebody else is paying your mortgage down for you. Yeah. For a few years. Yeah. I don't
0: know if I could, I I don't know if I could live in the in-law and just like stare at my house and be like, that's my house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're living in my house. (laughs) Well, so real estate is also an investment, right? Yeah. So it's an investment opportunity. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, and and you're making your wealth build, you know, you're building your wealth for yourself. So then some, they'll, they'll eventually move out, right? And then you move into your house and rent out your in-law whenever you're ready, but it's a good way to get yourself, yeah. get your feet wet in the market until you can refinance to a lower rate. Yeah. I have so, a feeling that if I did
0: that, somebody here would be like, I have a client who needs a short-term rental. And I'd be like, all right, they can rent out my, my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still in the in-law. You can rent out my house for short-term rentals. <laughs> that is, oh. Oh, gosh, now we're, yeah. I might have to start
2: looking for one of those then. It might be worth it. Buy a buy multi family in Plymouth, live yeah. in one of them, do short term rental. And the other. Because, I mean, you did just have that whole uh, podcast, uh, the whole radio show on investment properties, yeah. right? Yeah, it did. It's a really know, good opportunity. I know,
0: I know, I could, I could do that. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. house hacking. Is that what house you're calling ha- it. Yes, okay. house hacking. Um, you know, I have more information on my website. If anybody, you know, you can find me on the Boston connect website, just click down, find my name, Susan Bollinger, and, um, it'll take you to my website. But, um, in, in, in so, so anyways, that's a really good effective strategy. And another thing that you can do, um, if you are concerned about, you know, the payment, because the payment is 7.75%, mm-hmm. you can do what's called a, Two and two one buy down program, mm-hmm. and so basically what you're doing is buying down the payment over the next couple of years. So yeah. so let's say like okay the rate seven point seven five percent, but maybe your loan officer thinks that it might drop down to seven percent if you wait six months, but you don't want to wait. Yeah. You want to buy the house now. You can pay up front. To have the rate be where you want it to be for the next year, yeah, and then refinance whenever that rate drops, yeah. So yeah. it's a really nice option.
0: Yeah, I did um, put in an offer. One of the first houses, I think. Yeah, I think it was the first house I put an offer in on. Um, I I uh, did the two one buy down um, strategy. Yeah, and didn't get when... accepted. I got beat by cash, but oh, you know that's another cash, story. Cash, cash, yeah.
2: I mean, obviously, cash is always the best option. But when you're a 1st No, it's not. Don't well, say that, Susan. For a seller's perspective. But depending on... But here's the thing. <laughs> there are other ways around it. There's other strategies that you can use. Um, well, first of all, this is the most important strategy. Hire a buyer's agent. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a buyer's agent who knows all of these tips and tricks, you know, I can just tell you all this stuff, but you're not going to know how to implement it. Yeah. So you need to have a strong buyer's agent available to talk through all of these options with you. So that's, that's, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But you know, the two one buy down program isn't the only, I mean, there's actually different levels. You can do like a three in one buy down, like there's, you can do three, two, you know, there's a couple of different strategies to do there. But, um, in terms of negotiation, some of the things that I've found that have worked well for me this year with buyers, Mm -hmm. um, I had one or the seller needed to buy something before she could you know bef- like it was a she it was subject to the sale of her mm-hmm, house mm-hmm. right subject to her finding suitable housing yeah. i should say and so my buyers were willing to wait and so what we did is we created a sales, uh, uh sales and uh, i'm sorry use and occupancy i can not mm-hmm. even talk tonight a use and occupancy agreement yeah which, you know and we wrote it right into the offer you can stay for 30 days for free and then beyond that, you, you do 30 days at $100 a day. And then and like, and we did it in stages and we yeah. gave them options. So like, they weren't going to be immediately kicked out, but it gave them an option to stay for as long as they needed yeah. to beyond yeah. the closing date. Yeah, that's so perfect. If you're willing to do something like that, uh, you know, sometimes that, means a lot more yeah but we all also- buyer needs
0: to have the time as well absolutely you know they they have to be in a position where they're probably not selling something as as well yeah um so maybe they're renting somewhere they're staying with family or friends or whatever that like it, they don't need to immediately be out
2: right this one was like a little bit more convoluted like it was like subject to suitable housing so we gave them till a specific date to find suitable housing yeah and then beyond the suitable housing they had a bunch of animals that they needed to move Oh. Um- <laughs> the house was beautiful. Yeah. But they, you know, uh, but they, the sellers needed flexibility, as much flexibility as possible. Yeah. So if you can find a situation where the seller is looking for flexibility, and there's a lot of that out there, a mm-hmm. first time buyer can really, usually do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hone in on that. So yeah. it, it worked out really well. And, you know, they, end- now they're actually in the house because the. It, it gave, uh, lots of flexibility for the seller.
0: Yeah. I mean, as a buyer, I mean, yeah, I'm representing myself when I put in my offers, but like, I'm always asking, you know, what are the sellers looking for? What's most important to the sellers? Like, because yes, I'm sure they want to get as much money as possible, but like, it's also the terms. So it's somebody who's going to give them a lot of time. Yeah. Because I've put in offers on vacant homes where like, I'm like, oh, they probably want to get rid of this pretty fast, and no, they want time. Like, so you don't assume that they want, right. like... Um, Maybe
2: it's an estate sale. Yeah, they, they well, this to last time,
0: yeah, I mean, they were going through some personal things um, with this last one that I put in, so like, I was ready to do a two-week close, but they needed longer time to deal with other things. So I'm like, okay, I'll do, you know, a 30-day close and I'll really, I could close whenever you want. You know, obviously there needs to be some sort of an end cap with, you know, it being towards the end of the year. (laughs) I'm just like, okay, can I get into it now? (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I always ask, you know, what are the sellers looking for? Because it's not always... The money. It's right. It's, you know, they, it, I've, and I've seen it because I work with Sharon and her, and I see all of her offers that come in and I do the spreadsheets for her and we sort of, you know, work through all these offers together. And it's not always the one that has the most it's true. money. It's like, okay, they need time. They need, they. this one's waving a home inspection. This one's waving this or this one's doing that or offering that. Like, it's not always top
2: dollar. Absolutely. And, and the thing is that, you know, that's the key ingredient you need in a buyer's agent is somebody who understands flexibility and, and create somebody who knows how to creatively put together an offer based on what the seller needs, yeah but also, you know, lining it up with the buyer's needs. Mm -hmm. So what is the buyer's level of comfortability with each of the offer, you know, with with the offer terms, you know, um. Then if the buyer can be flexible, and that's another key thing, you need to be flexible in this market. You, you know, when you have low inventory, you have to come up with flexible options. So that, yeah. was, that was one. Another thing that you should look at is, and it sounds crazy, but homes that have been on the market for a long time that maybe are slightly above your price point.
0: Yeah. Well, I've recently started doing that. Yes. Yeah. So
2: there's uh, a wealth of Properties that yeah. have been sitting on the market because honestly the market has turned. Yeah, it's we're at a point now where lots of people thought you know this was a year ago where mm-hmm. you put them you know you put your price on you throw it on the market and it sells. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not like that. If you price correctly, you're going to get mul- multiple offers. But if you're overpriced, you are not getting multiple offers, and in fact, your house is going to sit on the market. Yeah. And so, as a buyer's agent, I look for those opportunities. And um, we actually had uh, a couple of those opportunities come up this year where, you know, you just wait for it or you get in, um, a skilled buyer's agent will know just the right time to write the offer when it looks like there's going to be a price break. Yeah. You know, like you see, oh, it's been on the market for 30 days. Hmm, maybe I'll, now I'll offer something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just
0: recently um, started
2: looking like a little bit
0: above my price range um, because I did notice that there were things sitting on the market. There was one that, um, my last offer that I put in, it was on the market for at the top of my budget. Um, But it had been, like, I thought that it was going to fly off the shelves, but it had been sitting for like... A little bit. yeah. So I was like, huh, Yeah. okay. They ended up getting four offers at the same time that I put in my offer because, you know, other people thought the same thing, right. but I was very much considered. So I was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, So absolutely. I felt like a little bit closer to home. <laughs> it, so, so maybe the next one. The next but- one is make the offer before they do the price drop. Like yeah. the, anticipating when that is, yeah. and, and and honestly, your buyer's agent will, can help you do that. But anticipate when, keep an eye on stuff when it comes on the market, and you think, oh, they're listing at you know maybe your your price range is four fifty, and they're listing at five fifty, and you keep an eye on it. So that's the kind of house I want, but yeah. they're too high, and I know they're too high, so I'm going to wait for them to drop the price, and you know I'm going to wait just yeah. this amount of time. So a good buyer's agent can help you through that process. Yeah. So, um, another. Piece that people tend to walk away from is the home that needs a little bit of work. I know that you're not one of them. Yeah. But that is really where the goal. That's the gold right there. Yeah. So um, I, you know, that was another one that happened this year. They actually didn't even need to get a renovation loan. However, it would benefit you to talk with your uh, loan professional about getting some kind of a renovation loan just in case you need it, 203K, uh, you know, like something of that nature. Um, the VA has a really good renovation loan product as well. So yeah. if you're a veteran, you wanted to do a VA loan, you can still do a renovation loan. Um, just have that at your hand, you know, to ha- have that at your fingertips. So when you're going forward with an offer, you know, maybe it needs a new septic. Yeah. Maybe, and that, maybe that's all it needs is a new septic, but people just run away as soon as they hear the word septic. Yeah, I but, know. But if you, you know, maybe you take another look. It's a low low inventory market. So you could probably make a lot of money on that property if you just, you know, put the new septic in and then fix it up, you'll already have earned equity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I definitely, that's something that as a buyer, I've been like, I don't know, I don't want to deal with it. But then I'm like, oh, well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I might have to.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's worth it sometimes. Yeah. So this year I sold one that... Um, it needed a new septic, but the sellers were putting it in and the house inside was dated. It was like, you know, uh, it just needed it cosmetic, needed paint, yeah. cos- just cosmetic. cosmetic. The, even the cabinets weren't bad, old, old appliances. The cabinets were pretty good. The layout was perfect. It was a, a nice three bedroom colonial with a two car garage mm-hmm. and in a little cul-de-sac neighborhood but for our, in a first-time buyer range pricing yeah and uh, because the people needed to find suitable housing number one and number two the house was very dated inside with the furniture yeah nobody staged it yeah you know, it was cluttered and yeah. you know it needed like you know maybe some updated cabinetry in the bathrooms but you could still live there yeah and you know if you're a, you know a lot of people walk into a house and if it has a funny smell they walk right out they can't handle it they automatically think it needs a ton of work yeah but it's just a smell that can get you can get rid of that you know yeah there's a lot you can do <laughs> oh a- i know i put in an offer of fifty
0: thousand dollars over asking on something that <laughs> definitely needed to be aired out yes <laughs> uh didn't get that yes. one either but yep. yeah i remember no. that house <laughs> yeah did you see it yes i did uh, okay yeah 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 mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I definitely, and again, like, it's hard because I, I, now I am sharing um, all my journey uh, with everybody. But, um, yeah, you know, I, last year when I started, which Mary the other day was like, it's your one year anniversary of putting in your first offer. And I'm like, is that supposed to make me feel better? (laughs) (laughs) Or or what? It's Um, so hard. But, like last year, a year ago, I was looking at a couple houses a week. Yeah. Now there's nothing on the market. I, I didn't see one house between the beginning of December until March. Yeah. I didn't see one house. And then March, there was a house that came on in Hanson. I put in an offer with 40 other people. Uh, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is going to be a wild ride this year. And it has been like yeah. crickets. Yeah. Like, crickets. It's like, hello,
2: can Hi. I can I see a house this week? It it is really crazy. Not a lot of stuff coming on. People are afraid to list, and we have to really get to the bottom of that. But we still have strategies. Yeah, you know, we do have strategies. If you want
0: to um, ask a question to Sue or myself, um, make a comment, whatever. You can call into the studio 781-837-4900. We are yes. ready to take your call.
2: Absolutely, we'd love to answer um, any questions. All right, strategies. All right, so you so, got any? Yeah. <laughs> I need some. so um, so that I think you know the home renovation one is really important. Um, you know it, like a lot of people will walk into like I said about the smells like I've had people say, oh yeah I, I don't mind fixing up a house at all you know I, it you know I can like you know do a couple of things and then they go in and they smell it and they can't handle it but that's yeah. that's a really big one. and so um, the, definitely look into the financing piece. Definitely look into, uh, make sure you're pre-approved before you start going out looking at houses Yeah, because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You
0: really don't. I mean, it's, it's definitely your first step, you know, reach out to an agent because you like, we have people that in our back pocket where we're like, okay, this is the person that you should use. These are three people that you should use this, you, you know, Yeah. we have that. So it's almost like we're the hub. We are the hub of the information. If you're watching us on Facebook, I have fists up. I'm not trying to fight Sue. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) like, give me your strategies. (laughs) Um, We're like the hub of the information. And like, we have all these people. So I'm like, now I'm putting my fingers up. It's like, oh, here's 10 people in my back pocket. Yeah. We have a caller. We do.
2: Yes. Teresa from Marshfield.
0: All right. Hello, hello, Teresa from Marshfield. How are you? I'm good. Great. Love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening.
2: I have a house that I'm selling, and it has a couple of things you talked about that people could use their mortgage payments. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, one thing is it has a horse
0: barn with three stalls, and, you know, you could rent out the stall. Instead of having, like, an in-law or tenants or something, it could have horses.
2: That's actually a really good point. First of all, you have to be an animal lover if you have a horse barn, of course. But then we have a lot of people looking for that sort of setup and if you can rent out the horse doll, yeah right
0: is your house currently on the market i just put it on the market this past weekend i just had open house and oh, the yes. other thing is my house needs some work there's some deferred maintenance so somebody could you know do that and
2: flip this house and make a lot of money Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, we wish you the best of luck finding a buyer for, for your house. But yeah, definitely. Um, that is a, that is a sort of a, um, a great idea to rent out those stalls. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. absolutely. Another house hacking tip right there. Another house hacking (laughs) tip. Look at you, Teresa. (laughs) Renting out (laughs) barn stalls. I like that. But yeah, it's a really good point. And I think, um, also, you know, looking at houses that need a little extra is key and, you know,
0: Um, Yeah, I think gone are the days of, like, everyone trying to find the HDTV house. Like, they they just don't exist. Right, exactly. Um, Yeah.
2: And my my house would also be perfect for, like, Airbnb. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yep, see, there you go. Another house hacking tip. Another house hacking tip. (laughs) (laughs) You got them
1: all. You got them all.
0: (laughs) You know, pool and, and big yard, and it's centrally located...
2: Nice. Well, I'm gonna do like a little plug. If any buyers out there want to look into these type of opportunities, give me a call, and yeah. I'd be happy to show you. Yeah. 5729 uh, and I will uh, find you Teresa's house in Marshfield, and we'll take a look at some. Yeah. Pro- you know, we'll a property. A buyer. We'll, we're
0: hoping to bring a buyer to you. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's I'd a good that. plug. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Teresa, for calling. Thank you and for, thank you for listening. Thank you for the info. That's You're great. Thank I think it would be good for you. Oh, for <laughs> me? Oh, well, you know, I do know how to ride a horse, so I might, I might end up buying a couple, and I just have them in my stalls, so Anyway. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a look at your house, Teresa. Yeah, I'm looking for
2: yeah, a horse trailer too. Yeah,
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, thank Teresa. You so much. Enjoy your night. You too. Yeah, I'm, I, might be, I might be moving to Marshfield with my three horses. There you go.
2: <laughs> it, it only needs a little bit of work. Yeah, it so only
0: needs a little bit of work. Yeah. Um, we only have about 10 minutes left, so I want to make sure that we get through some of these strategies and so you have an opportunity at the end to give your contact information out to everybody again. Yes.
2: Well, I do want to mention also, you know, in addition to looking a little bit over your budget, you should look at off-market and expired listings mm. because a lot of people, you know, over the years had, you know, maybe maybe a year ago they decided to sell and then changed their mind and it wasn't the right time, or maybe they listed it too high and it expired and they just haven't relisted yet. This is a great time to, you know, as a buyer's agent, Look into it, and you know. Sharon. Sharon texted me something, but she must have been like it auto
0: corrected everything. So I was like, "Huh?" Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> and she said, "You were talking about condos, and I was saying we have lots of them in Hanson. Yes, we have oh duplexes. Gosh, we have yes, forty we duplexes in Hanson at Cushing Trails. Um, again, Sharon's going to be joining me on Saturday um, before her open house. She does open houses there. Um, it's off of Spring Street in Hanson um, every Saturday and Sunday." Uh, 11 to 1, I 10 to 12, I don't know, which but, <laughs>
2: whichever one. But was. you can call us and we yeah, will you can tell call you us. Yeah, or yeah, email yeah. us and we'll let you know the time. Yeah, we will. But I'll tell you, those condos are absolutely beautiful. Yeah,
0: they really are. I mean, I they, the vision was there and they are executing it. Those look great.
2: So if somebody is looking, they were considering maybe a single family home in Hanson, yeah. but we we're, really weren't sure. These, these feel like single family yeah. homes. Yeah, yeah. And they're but they're huge. huge. They're, I I couldn't even believe it when I went in the the yeah. size of the living room. I know. End, you know, it's like I We really gotta. Open...
0: I, I'm gonna go visit her again this weekend because I want to get some more content for social media. But I like it, I'm just. They're 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 huge. Beautiful. They're beautiful and they're built by Stonebridge Homes and and you know Sharon they and do Boston Connects has worked with them for for years. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, more strategies because yes. we only have a few minutes left.
2: Yes. So. That was the next one was obviously the expired listings. So people really need to uh, check in with their buyers. Agent. They, buyers agents can do a search mm-hmm. and look at the expired listings from over the last year. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. it was somebody who was like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm not getting the price I wanted, so I'll just take it off. Yeah. Well, I'll take another look, yeah. you know? Yeah um, there are expired listings. I looked in Plymouth County last night and there was like something like 240 something expired listings in Plymouth County. Wow. So that's wild. I don't think that overpriced overpriced or, you know, maybe they, their marketing wasn't great. Who knows? Yeah. You know, mm. it, sometimes people, there was
0: a while where I felt like frustrated as a buyer that like everything that was coming on was like, it almost felt like people were just trying to unload like properties that they hadn't been able to for so long, but like they were being swept up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm just like, mm. yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not looking for a flip. I'm looking for something I can live in myself, you know. So, right. Right. That was a good opportunity for them, but
2: not for me. <laughs> well, sometimes it is because yeah. it costs a lot of money to flip a property, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're planning to live there, um, you know, it's worthwhile yeah.
1: to to do that.
0: How many times do you think that somebody has bought a house and they're like, "Oh, I want I have all these big visions and big dreams of it." Right. And then you go there 10 years later and you're like, "This it still looks like
2: like it did before." <laughs> <laughs> well, that does happen. Yeah. But if you get a renovation loan instead, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're forced to do it because yeah. you have to have a plan in place. The the renovation loan requires you to, to have do a contractor it, yeah. ready, and then you have to get quote three quotes, and then you come in and then you then you start the work right away. I have a client that did that a few years back and I mean they've already sold the house yeah um, long story they got a divorce but that's a whole <laughs> long story they got a divorce <laughs> but sounds like a short story but, <laughs> but when they bought the house it was it you know it was a complete it needed so much work and yeah. they at uh, they it came out beautiful so well maybe but, they were tired of each other
0: after yeah, doing exactly. all of those things <laughs>
2: that's a lot of work but,
1: <laughs> but they we're
2: talking real over no, here no they did the renovation loan and they had to fit. they did put like a new roof on they had mm-hmm. to finish it within mm-hmm. three months of, yeah uh, purchasing, Yeah. So that's the benefit of a re- renovation loan, right? Because it forces you to finish it within three months because they want to come back and, you know, check yeah. that box. Yeah.
0: So. Five minutes left. Final okay.
2: thoughts. All right. So and what then do we got? There's strategies in the offer part too. Mm-hmm. So people, people know um, we have, we still do escalation clauses. Mm-hmm. Some people are for, some people are against. Some, yeah. some agents don't allow it. Yeah. One recently um,
0: didn't, didn't allow me. But at yeah. the time, I was the only offer. Right. So it, it didn't make any sense for me to do an escalation clause. But then once they started getting more, I was like, oh, were you yeah. just using my offer to get other offers? Right. Which they were, but that's okay.
2: Well, you know, sometimes that does happen, but yeah. I did have one this year where we put the escalation clause in and, you know, they weren't able to. Yeah. Well, my first,
0: my first, uh, the offer that I did get accepted last year, um, I did, they only had one other offer, um, which I was like, what, um, really great price point. Um, and I did an escalation clause and I didn't need to use it. So my offer price wise was better because you know, obviously I didn't have to go above, um. I no. did end up walking away because it needed like $30,000 worth of work like immediately because the whole thing was rotted, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I was <laughs> like, happens too. Uh, I think I'm going to walk away from this, yeah. <laughs> which I, I am very grateful now. Yeah. Um, as much as I, I do want to be in a house, I, you know, I am grateful that, that, I, that I had people in my corner being like, yeah. yeah, I don't, not a good, I don't think that this is a good thing yeah. for you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um,
0: absolutely. But yeah. Okay. Well, Another strategy? Yeah.
2: yeah so, so in anyways, the escalation clause that happened for me this year, was similar they didn't end up having to use it you know so nice and it was a first time fha buyer wow which is nice because yeah. you know they they know they didn't overpay for it yeah you know and they so got you weren't pretty- really you weren't really concerned with the appraisal no no nope i really wasn't um i knew because it was a house that needed a little bit of work so i thought you know you know it's the the comps are going to come in a lot higher because they're a little bit more ready to move in, and this one wasn't, and they were willing to do the work, so it worked out really well. Yeah, so yeah, so um, there's always that. Then we talked about the other strategy, really is um, being flexible about allowing the sellers time to stay in the property. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, because really that could be really important to the seller. I mean, yeah. especially if they are trying to find something. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So,
2: and and there's not as but many. But I promise you, there's buyers
0: out there that will give you the time i'm one of them
2: (laughs) and the other thing too is, is there's not a lot of like a year ago it was like 30 offers now i feel like it's like one or two offers. yeah
0: the last well the last off the last offer situation i was in i was there was four total yeah the one right before that so maybe like two weeks before that i was one of 16 um and then the one before that i was one of 32
2: yeah oh yeah no, so,
0: the, uh, 13, sorry, 13, what? and then the one before that was 32. So. Yeah, so you see, it's, 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 it's dwindling, so something. that's... But it's, well, the, it's the, well, you know what? The four, like the most I've offered on a house was the last one that I just did. And I was one of four. Yeah. So, so that shows you. It, sh- it shows you that, you know, like again, that house was at the top of my price point. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that shows you, but it shows you something. Yeah. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to give your contact information. Now, how can people get in touch with you if they want to hire you as their buyer's agent?
2: Okay. So if, if any of this interests you, give me a call at 508 508- Three one seven five seven two nine. Give that one more time. Five oh eight three one seven five seven two nine. And you can email me S as in Susan Bollinger at bostonconnect.com. Mm hmm and you can go to bostonconnect.com find all of our information yes
0: you can come to our, our home here 19 Madakesa Street which in love. Pembroke which love we love come hang out we're doing a Halloween dog trot um, yes. you're doing it too right I yeah, am. yeah of yeah. course we've been meeting about this it's Saturday October 28th from 12 to 2 go on Facebook and on Instagram and um, if you have a dog or just want to come and hang out that day there is a waiver to sign so be sure yes. to sign the waiver sign up for our dog trot and costume we have so many amazing prizes absolutely you should call um, me
2: about that we had so yeah, much fun last year we
0: did we did so we're doing it again we're doing it until the end of time but thank yeah. you so much sue for joining me I love, for I love i love having on. you here um and you have to come back again i would love to yeah i think I you think think are coming back in november back. Yes, okay I perfect am. well well again boston go to uh talk Real to listen to all of our past shows Yay, thank bye. bye thank you so much for listening